Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of the Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. And just want to say thank you for joining me uh, today. I, I want to say thank you to so many of you who support this ministry through various ways. And I uh, just want to invite you to be a part a Flat Creek Baptist Church. You might be in the Gainesville area. Uh, maybe you are still at home and not able to uh, get out in order to go to church and you would like to stream a service, whatever it might be. You can find all the information you need to know about Flat Creek Baptist on our website, flatcreekchurch.net. We would love to come alongside of you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And would also like to encourage you, if you would like to see this ministry continue, would you please consider giving to New Horizons uh, of Flat Creek? You can find all that information uh, on the giving tab on the Flat Creek Baptist Church website. Uh, everything you give goes directly to this ministry. Uh, guys, listen, I just, I'm so thankful uh, for us to be able to join together today. And I'm just going to talk to you uh, over the next few days, we've been going through the book of Mark and love the book of Mark. It is so good and it's so rich, but I just want to talk to you uh, just where I am personally in my own time with the Lord. Uh, sometimes, you know, well, all the time, really, we're called to uh, minister from the overflow of our hearts. And God has been teaching me much over the last few weeks about prayer. Now, I'll be the first to tell you <clears throat> that there are seasons of life where I haven't been the greatest prayer warrior. Uh, there have been seasons of my life and in my ministry where I've been so busy with just the daily stuff that comes with life. Whether that be a dad or a husband or a pastor, there's just been so many things going on that, that I can look back at periods and seasons of my life where I can say, you know, I, I probably wasn't as in tune with the Lord that I should have been at that moment. And I've kind of operated in my own strength and in my own power. And I guess what's so frightening for me to, is to look back at those times and those moments and see that in those times and in those seasons, it was oftentimes seasons where I was very successful, meaning that, uh, you know, ministry was growing and, and things were happening and new people were coming in. And I think to myself, wow, if, if I can be successful in ministry with, without the power of prayer, like how scary is that? Because if, if I'm not careful, I can begin to rely on my own, my own power and my own strength and my own merits and my own abilities. And then I think, wow, if in those seasons, if I had been much more in tune with the Holy Spirit of God, just imagine what could have happened. Imagine how God may have poured out his spirit on me even greater measures during those times. Uh, guys, you know, I, I just really just lately, it's just really gripped my heart, just the importance of prayer. It was Charles Spurgeon who once said the following words. He said, I would rather teach one man to pray than to teach 10 men to preach. Now think about that for a moment. I would rather teach one man to pray than 10 men to preach. 10 preachers are great because 10 preachers are going to tell us all about the Bible and they're going to dive into God's word for us and they're going to show us what the Bible says. However, one man who prays is the man who is in tune and in touch with God himself. And that man is going to have a word from the Lord. 
Friends, I'd much rather be known as a praying man than a preaching man. That's just my heart. But because I, I want to be in communion with him. I, I want to be in touch with him. I, I, I want to know him. Just, just look here in the book of Philippians, if you will. Uh, the book of Philippians chapter number 3. We think about Philippians. Paul is in a Philippian jail cell or he's in a, a Roman jail cell and he's writing the book of Philippians to the church at Philippi. And, and it's here in this passage that he says the following words, Philippians 3, starting in verse 7. He says, everything that was a gain to me, I've considered to be a loss because of Christ. So, so all the accolades, all the plaudits, everything that I was before salvation, he says, everything that was a gain to me that I was striving for, that I was ceasing for, these are the things I wanted. All that's loss because of Christ. And then he says, more than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, of knowing him. He goes on to say, because of him, I have suffered the loss of all things and consider them filth so that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own from the law, but one that is through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God based on faith. My goal is to know him, to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, assuming that somehow I will reach the resurrection from among the dead. Think about that. The apostle Paul, he says he has one goal. And what's that goal? He doesn't say my goal is to preach in front of a million people. He doesn't say that my goal is to have a mega church where thousands of people flood the doors every week. He doesn't say my goal is to have the biggest budget in the Southern Baptist Convention. He doesn't say that my goal is to do all these, these great and mighty things for the Lord. And all those things are good. Don't get me wrong. And all of those things will come naturally from a relationship with Christ. But he says my one goal. If, if everything else was taken away and I could have one thing in life, the one thing I would desire more than anything else is Christ. To know him. To know him. Friends, how do we know him? We know him through his word and through prayer. So, so his word tells us about him. His word introduces us to him. He speaks through his word. It's prayer where we actually communicate with him. You, you know, and that's the thing about prayer, friends, is this. Like, we think about prayer, and a lot of times we think about prayer as, as like, this is where I go to, to tell God what I need. Or, or to go to tell God why I feel the way I feel or the reason for what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Friends, listen, when we, when we think about prayer, prayer's not the what, the why. Prayer is about the who. It's who you are approaching. It's who you're in fellowship with. It's who you're communicating with. You're communicating with God. Not, not just 
some 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 being out there in, in the in in the atmosphere somewhere that is you know false and not even real. No, you are in communication with the God of the universe. Can you imagine the scope of that thought? That God who created everything, God who the Bible says holds the the universe in the palm of his hand. God who right now is holding everything together by his mighty word that you can actually pray to him, you can seek his face, and you can know him. It's all about prayer. So how are you doing in your prayer life? Are you praying daily? Are you seeking him daily? Are you coming after him daily? Are you, are you yearning for him daily? Are you pursuing him daily? I encourage you, friends, to pray, to seek his face, and allow him to just pour his spirit into your life. May God bless you. And I look forward to talking with you a little bit more over the next few days on the topic of prayer. May God uh, richly bless your steps today. We'll see you next time on New Horizons.